This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Bosch <laughs> and Raiders. <laughs> Shut up, Raider Ramon. Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. <laughs> I think this team can win. Yeah, 
What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Back live here in Murph's Fan Cave, episode number 175 of Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, so uh, we appreciate you joining us. Appreciate everybody in the chat tonight. Uh, you can join the chat each and every week at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave and, uh, and jump into the best chat room in, uh, in all of uh, Raider fan-created content land. And uh, so jump in there with uh, folks like Adam Hill, Lizette Romero is in there, Super Him, Joe Estrada, Raider Tommy, Raider Ramon, RPZD Joker is in there. Uh, Mr. Bajorkman. Mr. Bajorkman. The Big Easy is in there. Raider Bonrico is in there. Uh, Zeke. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. He's the capo. Atticus B. Rockin is in there. Zeke is in there. Miguel. Wow, we got a full house in there tonight, Mosh. Miguel Ruiz. I mean, it is Pat Shawshank Raider. Shawshank Raider. Appreciate all of you. Uh, joining us here in the Fan Cave for episode number 175 of Raiders Fan Radio. Ton to get to tonight, but we're going to keep it. We're going to keep this thing moving, man. We walk fast. We talk fast. We think fast. We move fast around here. So we got a lot to get to. And so before we get to into the meat of the show, of course, I'm going to turn it over to the man that adorns the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk. The one, the only, the unmatched Uncle Mike. What's up? Okay, here it is. Okay, let's see. Oh, the new hairdo, man. So the last time you saw Mosh, he had the mop, the Pete Koch hair, and now look at you. Yeah, yeah. Now you're well coiffed. Is that what the kids I'm, I'm say? I'm coiffed. I'm coiffed. Yeah, I'm you're well coiffed, the kids yeah. say there. It looks yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. Mosh. So uh, it's gl- I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad uh, I'm so glad that the three of us are back and uh, you know it's you, it's an exciting that guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an exciting <laughs> it's an exciting night. Uh, the three of us are back. We're ready to go and uh, I'm going to turn it over to my little buddy, Swaggy J. Hey, Swag Jeff. So glad to have you, Swag Jeff. So happy that you're back here in the fan cave. And, uh, you know, Swag Jeff, his, his camera froze there, Mosh. Let me see if I can let me see if I can get this thing reset here. Let's see. I, it did, this did. This did. This happened last week, too. So let me, let, me, let me try to get this thing reset here. All right, here we go. Let's get back over to Swag Jeff. All right, sorry about that, guys. Let's see. Oh, it did it again. Now it, it, it like zapped out on the whole thing. Hey, bear with us here. We're going to get this thing right, I promise you. Okay, there's me. Hi, how's it going? Okay, now let's go back over to Swag Jeff. Let's see if we can get, get it working. Come on. Come on, camera. Oh, mosh. I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I didn't do this on purpose. Like, it's not working. <laughs> Swag's camera's dead. Swag's camera's dead. Again? It, it's, uh, no kidding. Like, it's, it's completely, uh, let's see. I know. Keep, let's see. Uh, Oh my you know, gosh! You know, this is great. I'm gonna go to your. Ca- I'm gonna go to your camera. Wait. Okay. Now we can hear you at least. Okay. So the, the second I stand up, it's gonna you know to go to leave. Well, that's what happened to Jeff last week. Is that as soon as he got, as soon as he changed over, it started working again. Yeah. The, his the camera's dead. I got like for real. I'm looking at it. There, it's, there's nothing to it. There's nothing to it. Oh, you know what I did last time though? Hang on. Let's see. Watch this. I'm gonna go to the fan cave cam. Carry us for a second. I'm so. Uh, so, so the bit was, <laughs> so the bit was, I got up and ran over to Jeff's chair and put on one of his stupid hats because he's got about eighty-seven of them. You don't, you don't get the name Swag Jeff without him. And <laughs> <Okay>. no COVID. <laughs> okay. And so, so here we go. Okay, right. so let's go. Now, here's the joke. There's Swag Jeff. Hey, What's up, Swag Jeff? Hey, Swaggy J. I love you, Marcus. 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 <laughs> that idiot. <laughs> Where's Swag Jeff? What have you done with Swag Jeff, Mosh? 
I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to get him to get rid of that dislike button. They told me if I was mean to swag oh Jeff, gosh. they'd hit the like. Uh, no, all kidding aside. So we all know most of us have had most of us have had kids, been around kids. Uh, kids do stuff, and yes. and so uh, right when we're finishing our last bit of. Uh, like literally when we're starting the show. Like we're literally when we're starting the show, we get a second call, Swaggy J from his amazing wife, and she said, "Hey, got to go to the ER." So we're like, "Get out, go, go. you're gone, go take call care us, of babies. let us know." Family first, always, always. And uh, so Swaggy J had to run. He left us with his notes and and our stuff. And golly, uh, we're just uh, we're just gonna you know hope and pray that that everything goes well and and it will. Um, but he had to go, so there you emer- go. emergencies happen. Family first, always. That's absolutely. Stuff happens. Uh, things with kids happen, and so we, uh, yeah, absolutely. Prayers up for what's going on. And uh, so we don't have a 175 to get to. Well, I'll give you one 175 because this is, I'm yeah. just going to take the easy way out. There you can see there from the fan cam, uh, Howie Long's jersey there, number 75. Yes. Uh, Howie Long. And, uh, you know, even I got my little, my little, my little Howie Long figure here. The, the, the one 75, 75, right, Mosh? Come like, on, there's only, baby. There's only, I love it. Only, I love it. There's only one seventy-five in Raider history, and that is how we long. So we'll go with that. Um, but anyways, appreciate all of you joining us here live for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. As I mentioned at the top, we've got a ton to get to. Um, while you're in the mood for supporting, and I know that you are, please support this show by giving us the thumbs up and subscribing here on the YouTubes. Please also do that on any of your favorite podcast feeds on MURFS Fan Cave. That's Murph's Fan Cave. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can, uh, you, you, you can find us. And so just please, if you don't mind, um, give us a, a, a rate and review there and a subscription, and we appreciate it uh, absolutely. And then what we do with all that, with those, those increases in ratings and all that, we get advertising opportunities, we get all kinds of stuff that, that benefits the show, and then with the revenue, we generate we're going to give it all away and uh, we're going to give it all away this year to the exo stabler foundation in fact i just uh traded messages with kendra tonight about some new initiatives that they have behind their organization and uh, and our foundation the one nation foundation is what's going to contribute funds to xoxo and also uh the blitnikoff and, and numerous other organizations that are raider related uh this upcoming season and we got a lot of cool stuff to get to um the week of the home opener when we're in vegas uh cody and i will have the official kickoff of that coming up so so be on the lookout for that then also, though, uh, in the meantime, you can also go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Uh, I'm rocking the new 5950 fitted Raider hat. I got the new Stronger Together Raider shirt. Pick these things up through the Raiders Fan Radio link. Doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, we just get an extra kickback from those folks at Fanatics, and, uh, and we're going to give all that money away to the foundation. So please, if you're looking for new gear, uh, for your season this year, uh, go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear, click the link, anything you buy, and then we get a little bit extra there. And so thank you for supporting us uh, in that way. Mosh, you got anything before we uh, do. jump into Swaggy, contact info? Uh, you know, uh, trade them right, you know, bring them up Raiders, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. it took me a while, but I got Swaggy where he needs yeah, to he be. Did. So he's driving to the ER. Okay. <laughs> he's driving to the ER. Watching us on the YouTube, in the chat, texting with driving with his little stubby knees, and he's texting, and he said 1975 Cliff Branch averaged 
17.5 yards per reception oh. for a 175. Nice, Good Swaggo. Job. Good job, Swaggy J. Oh, that's awesome, man. Called it in. Called it in. Oh, he's the best. We, he's the best, man. That's why we love him, and uh, we hated he had to bounce out, but uh, uh, absolutely for the right reason there. And appreciate, Jeff, appreciate, appreciate you sending that in. Lee B's in there. Mojo's in there. When the Universe Speaks podcast, what's up, Mojo? Uh, Adam Hill. Did we say that already? The that's, Big that's Easy. That's Swaggo's Sweet. best friend, yeah. Adam Hill, yeah. Well, yeah, and, yeah. and Michelle Sweat. That's yeah, the other best yeah, friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ron the Mater Raider. Uh, everybody's there. Raider nice. Born Rico. Swaggo delivering it from the highway. <laughs> All right, right on. Well, Mosh, let's, uh, let's hit the contact info, and then we'll jump into some Panthers talk. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard (laughs) as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanna to, you if you wanna to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. Hey, guess what, Kevin? My buddy, Kevin. Kevin, the Raider nerd. Nerd alert, nerd alert. Kevin's in the building. Nerd alert, nerd alert. What's today, Kevin? Kevin, what's today? Kevin, today is your day, Kevin. It's Star Trek Day. Oh, my. 1966, first episode of Star Trek aired. Come on, Kevin. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that what you guys are into? Well, Kevin actually likes the Trek. I don't do the Trek. That's that whole Mandalorian thing, right? That's the wars. Oh, whatever. We do the war. We don't hawk the Trek around here in the fan cave. It don't matter. Yeah, we don't hawk the Trek. It's all the same thing. We don't hawk the Trek. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Little Spock suckers. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of anniversaries, though, Mosh. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at you, savings coming at you. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before we get into some game stuff, since you brought up this anniversaries. Come on. Reference your note sheets, if you will. Got yours? All right. Here in the note sheet, Mosh. There's a lot of anniversaries this week pertinent to Raider Nation. Um, I'm going to... 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 I'm going to reference a couple of these, but if you wouldn't mind, Mosh, if you would do us... uh, If you would bless us such, 
to read that first one there, the one that happened on September, no, that's August, is an eight. August 2nd, 41 years ago, your best friend, your coaching colleague, had a very significant, you don't have it? Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. it. Your, your, my bro. I'm gonna, while you're reading, I'm gonna bring up the picture of you and your buddy. Go ahead. 41 years ago, Tom Flores stepped on the field of the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum for the first time as the Raiders head coach. We all know the incredible things the legendary coach went on to accomplish throughout his career, but it all started with the matchup against the Los Angeles Rams on September 2nd, 1979. At the LA Coliseum, Flores and his squad took the field on a beautiful 70-degree day. By the way, September 2nd, my brother's birthday. R.I.P. Uncle Bros. Yep. On a beautiful 70-degree day, prepared to take on a stout opponent. In his coaching debut, Flores and the Raiders trailed at half, 17-7. But an offensive outburst in the third quarter flipped the script and resulted in a 24-17 come-from-behind win. Ken Stabler tossed three touchdowns in the game, clinching the first win of Flores' legendary career. It's not the most significant game of Flores' tenure as the Raiders head coach, but it marked the beginning of a Hall of Fame career. While Flores has yet to be inducted to the Hall, a travesty to put it bluntly, his chances have improved this year as he was recently named a finalist for the 2021 class. There are numerous factors that go into being elected, which you can view below. So, Mosh, what is, so as you mentioned, it's kind of an oversight, not even kind of, it's a huge oversight that the man has not been inducted into the Hall of Fame. And while we've, or I will speak for myself, have gone on record trying to understand what the delay was, the bottom line is, is that it's a flat oversight and you can't tell the story of the NFL without telling, telling the story of Tom Flores. What now has to happen? What is left for this man to be able to get in? The criteria has been met. The gauntlet has been thrown. Flores is only needed to get his jacket and, frankly, to have me be the one to induct him. Oh, my gosh. That'd be epic. Can you, I mean, if I'm going to do Mojo's retirement party, I can warm up with Flores' Hall of Fame Oh, induction. yeah? But, yes. No, all kidding aside, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time, and it's a sad thing that it hasn't happened. Um, I'm glad it's going to happen now. Uh, I, I have all the faith in the world. I think it's, it's going to happen, gonna right? Happen. It's, gonna, right. it's got to happen. It's got to. You know, like I said, the criteria has been met. Um, we've gone over this at nauseum about the people that he has coached, um, his accomplishments, why we think they have snubbed him, but his accomplishments have definitely outweighed the detractors. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're yeah. not talking Jeff Fisher here. <laughs> <laughs> and especially when you look at Flores's just his Raider career. Absolutely. Just his, you know, almost 60 years with just the the Oakland Los Angeles Raiders. It's a done deal. Yeah. It's a done deal. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's um so it, it's looking pretty good for Tom Flores. Uh there's a couple of things in terms of the selection committee and things that he's got to pass, but all all in all, it's uh it's looking pretty good. Um just a couple other anniversaries to note. 22 oh gosh I can't talk 22 years ago as of August 6th why is this August it's it's got to be December these I these dates are not right these have got to be uh, it's it's nine, uh, six, it's, that, not eight, it's six. that whole um 
that thing that happens, you know, that, ah, oh, shit. Is that I told, a, is that I totally a screwed up that joke. Oh, would you do? I was, you know, like, you know, well, like hit the when, reset you're, button. when you're texting. Nah, I don't do that. Mikey's doesn't. Um, <laughs> when you, when you, and he's in here. Hey, Mike. Uh, when you, when you, you know, you're going to go Google something or you're going to say, you're going to send yeah. a text and it does autocorrect. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to make it. Oh, it autocorrect. Autocorrect. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. Cause who would, who's playing football on August 2nd? Who's yeah, starting there? Nobody. Nobody. So that had to have been, so that's my mistake. I, that's, it should be nine, two. And then on nine, six, 22 years ago today, as of nine, six, John Gruden made his NFL debut as a head coach for the Raiders, uh, on, uh, September 7th, six years ago, uh, Derek Carr made his NFL debut for the Raiders. And Mosh, take the last one there, which would be 9-7. On this day in 1963, Al Davis coached his first game with the Raiders. A 24-13 win over Houston. Tom Flores threw an 85-yard TD pass to who? Who, chat? Who? Art Powell. And then your buddy, your buddy, who you guys were talking about uh, a couple weeks ago, Clem Daniels, had a TD run, and Ken Hurek returned a fumble for a TD. But Clem Daniels, Clem Clem Daniels Daniels has made an appearance twice in a month. I know, right? We're getting, we're getting, we're Clem Daniels September around here. (laughs) It's Clem Timber up in in Raiders Man Radio. Clem Clem (laughs) Timber. It beats the hell out of Mariotto Corner. Oh, it's Aloha Corner, Mosh. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with the little Aloha Corner. Oh, my God. You and Jeff are in love. You want to take over Aloha Corner for Jeff this week? He's not here to speak for himself. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Go ahead, Mosh. Hi, everybody. This is Marcus Mariotto. I've got a hurt peck. I can't play. I can cash that check, though. <laughs> Go, Derek. <laughs> Where's Peterman? Peterman! <laughs> Get me a coffee. I want a latte with some pumpkin pie spice pie lattes flavoring in it. Something tells me Marcus Mariota does not sound like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I promise we're going to talk about the Panther game. Let's hit a break, Mosh. Hit the new one. Hit the Patrick Claybon break. I, are, you, are you in charge of this, hot dog? Sorry. I had it written right there. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my gosh. How about Swaggo getting top billing on that ID? Yeah, because he set that up. Because he's... (laughs) Actually, he got it. He, he got it first, and then did that whole cutting and pasting. Yeah, thing yeah, that yeah, he yeah, does. yeah. Yeah, he cut it over. That's why it's like. And welcome your host, yeah. Swag Jeff. Because <laughs> Murph and Mosh. Because yeah. originally it sounded like this. Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, too funny. All right, so let's just jump into a couple of talking points here. I'm gonna give you uh, just kind of a few thoughts uh, that we had around this uh, uh, this upcoming game against the Panthers. And uh, we want to hear from you, chat room. Chat, uh, shout them out, Mosh. Who's in there? Oh, my gosh. Killed you in us. 907, Pirate in 1975, the Big Easy, Sugar Shane, Raider Tommy, 
Kevin, my brother, RPZD Joker, the Big Easy, Ron the Materator on Air Nation. <laughs> That's Mikey. Mikey goes, Mosh is probably my father. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Miguel Ruiz. Oh, man, there everybody's Raider Born Rico. Rico. Yeah, Raider Born Rico says, somebody said, yeah, 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 uh, uh, Uncle Mosh is probably the father in Raider's. Ra when they thought it was Raider Born Rico's child, and he says, You will know when he starts eating spaghetti and <laughs> cookies, Kevin. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Raider, Raider, Raider Born Rico is on fire tonight. He's as funny on the, with the keyboard as he is live and on the Right? Air. Absolutely. Absolutely. We well, appreciate all of you joining us. And again, if you want to join us live in that chat room, all you got to do is go to youtube.com slash MurphFanCave and, uh, and, and check it out there. All right. So, uh, so a lot to talk about in this upcoming game against the Panthers. I'm just going to give you a few talking points. I got Jeff's notes here. Um, first off, uh, he's got written Christian McCaffrey versus the D-line and the linebackers. And, and, and wouldn't you know, I, I agree with him that when you look at the weapons uh, offensively that the Carolina Panthers have, it starts and stops with Christian McCaffrey. Yes, and, you know, look, and we have a, a, you know our stud on defense, Max Crosby. Max! Uh, my second favorite, Max. You know, Max has got to really get going. He's got to get after the quarterback. And really, we got to get going against the run game. Like, that's where, we're, if we're going to get it, if they're going to gouge us, they're going to gouge us in the run game. And also, Mosh, you know, we signed three linebackers this offseason. We signed Corey Littleton and Nick Kwiatkowski, who are you know, very well-rounded linebackers and, and essentially pass coverage specialists, especially Corey Littleton. And then our third one was Raekwon McMillan, who is absolutely geared to stop the run. And I don't think that's a mistake. Talk about it from a coaching perspective, from a strategy, when we know we have to face Alvin Kamara, we got to face Christian McCaffrey week one. We have to face um, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, the the you know the supposedly rock star running back for the, um, the for the Chiefs. We got to face Austin Eckler from the chart. We got to face all these really good running backs throughout our season. Tell us about about the importance of like signing that one guy that's a specialist against the run game. So you got it. You you got to remember what's the purpose of a run game? You 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 run it, run it, run it to set up for the pass. Right. Okay. So. Stopping the run is 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 it's imperative that you at least jam it up. You don't want to give them the amount of time that they're used to. You don't want to you don't want to allow them to run the ball to set up to get first couple of downs. You know to get six or seven yards because then you've got an easy third down. It's just a little dump out. You know we know how that goes. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That's the next segment. That's the next but segment. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you let me rip on Derek. <laughs> That's my job around here. But, but you know, I don't know. Uh, somebody defended that last week. I can't remember, or two weeks ago. I can't remember. I heard it on the radio on the car. Somebody said, hey. The man just did what the coach told him to do. Well, anyway, that's, a, that's the knock. And we'll get into that. Yeah. But he, tell me about but, that. I got one no, other so, thing on it. So my, my thought process is if, if, you, if you know what your weaknesses are, okay, and, and you draft and you coach up and you play to, to fix those weaknesses, then, then your whole defense is going to be better. If it, if it means getting one guy or two guys that can boost the whole team – then that's what you got to do, and hopefully, our our guys have done that. Our 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 leadership, Mayock, absolutely, Gruden, yeah. the coaches, 
you know? So we'll see. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I was at Domenico's today. Of course, we always go to Domenico's. Shout out Domenico's uh, to, to kind of fuel us around here before we get going for the show. And I uh, want to just say that I had the Soprano today. That sandwich is the bomb. It's the bomb. I mean, I'm the, I'm the you know, I got the Mosh Rubin there, you know, that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. they name after me is the special way to, to cook it and all that. But the Soprano is just phenomenal. They put this hot, <laughs> this this hot salami on it, and it's got the it's got the peppercorns and this stuff in it. And so before the game, when Jeff was on the phone, I was picking my teeth, and I and I popped one out of this muller over here. And I'm telling you, I popped it out, and I didn't want to waste it on the toothpick, so I kind of bit into it. Yeah. Oh man, so good! It was like it was like 20 minutes after the sandwich was gone, and I'm like. Yeah, he just next, relived it all again. The next best thing is a burp right now, and I'm oh and I'm in seventh heaven. But okay. yeah, right. so so, any, I, I, I've yet, so back to Teddy Bridgewater. So anyway, <laughs> let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one of the, when I was in there at Domenico's, I was talking to Jeff as he's putting together our fantastic food, and um, and I and I asked him about the game, asked him what his thoughts were, and he was like, you know, the thing that's curious is that with this limited of an offseason and this limited amount of preparation that these quarterbacks have had, uh, that you know it's going to be tough for Teddy Bridgewater. It's going to be tough, even though we know Teddy's a good, uh, you know, he's a good quarterback. He's a good thrower of the football, very cerebral guy. But you know, you can only do so much when you're limited uh, in the fashion that you are. And so, on the other side of the ball, though, like while that's going to be a challenge for them and hopefully an opportunity for our defense offensively, Mosh. I brought this up on the Mondays with Mikey and Murph show. How? Which I listened to. It was a decent show. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. I, I, that's, a, that's a show I'm a, I'm a big fan of, and I know it can be polarizing at times, but you know what? Like it, A lot of people watch it, pay attention to it, and we hear, we, I hear some things, you know, sometimes people have criticisms, and for the most part, it's overwhelmingly positive, and it's a, it's a very unique show. And so I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it, what, what Mikey and I are doing there. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, but what, what, what I'd said on that show was that once you love it, like that first opening series, maybe even the first couple plays to see Henry Ruggs pull a double move, take off downfield or, you know, burn somebody on it. Just I mean, something and see Derek float one 45, 50 yards in the air. See Henry Ruggs run. Like, what would we do collectively as a family? Like, do you think, Mosh, and here's what my question is, do you think that the Raiders will kind of shoot their shot early. Do you think we'll kind of get back to any of that? Or you think we're going to see this, you know, continued version of the West Coast offense, the dink and dunk? Are we going to actually try to, like, air it out or do something aggressive early on in the game? What do you think? I think Jeff was right, uh, Jeff Murphy, when he said that that with the limited amount of practice we've had with, with no preseason, with only playing against each other, we're going to have to go, we're going to have to dance with the one who brung us, okay? Now, if that means they've been doing that, uh, hello, we saw somebody get cut because somebody on the offense juked them. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out Prince so, of Mukamara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it would not surprise me in the least if that's in the game plan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not saying... 
I'm not saying that we're going to go for a lot of trickeration kind of stuff here. You know, people thought, oh, and I don't want to get into a big ordeal, but, you know, they thought that, you know, with our with our third round draft choice that we were going to have some of that. With, yeah, yeah. With, with maybe three guys that can chuck yeah. the ball in the backfield. Yeah. We're going to see, uh, I don't know, the Gruden Wildcat. Yeah, you know, yeah, who yeah. knows? But But that didn't pan out. You know, and and so I think that that mindset is there. Like, let's just try what we can try. We might see a flea flicker or something. Why not? Six games, six games isn't enough. Six games doesn't get you into the playoffs. That's we got to right. win more that's than that. That's right. Good, so good call, Mike. Yeah, I think they're going to be willing to try anything. So this is interesting here. So uh, I'm, I brought up Raquan McMillan earlier, and uh, and here's why. Because when you look at, I mentioned how effective he's going to be against the run game. Amongst the 70, 70 off-ball linebackers with 800 or more defensive snaps over the last two seasons. Okay? Y'all tracking with me here? Raquan McMillan is number seven in run defense grade. So you're talking about an upper echelon run defender, a guy that's absolutely going to get it done year in, year out, and that's absolutely what we're going to need because I think that that, with the limited amount of practice, with the limited amount of snaps, I think that the the, the offense is going to be one-dimensional enough that if we can stop at uh, Christian McCaffrey, we're going to be able to get after Teddy Bridgewater in other ways, and I think this is a good opportunity for us despite the time zone, which the Raiders know that they have a challenge with that. Gruden has been waking these guys up at 6 a.m. every day, and they are starting practice every day at 6 7 a.m. It's crazy. Like he's like, we are looked at the clock is not going to be a problem. The, the the big clock, not the game clock, but the you know, the the world clock is not going to be a problem for these Raiders. And I'll give you one last thing that's a little bit of a spot of 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 hope. You know, uh there's a lot of smart people in Las Vegas, Mosh. There's a reason that they keep all those big pretty lights on. Yeah. It's because they make a lot of money and they make a lot of money in sports gambling. And uh, don't you know the Raiders are a road favorite in a season opener for the first time since 2001. And in that year, they beat the Chiefs 27-24 as a three-point favorite behind what? Two touchdown passes from Rich Cannon. How about wow. that? Wow. Isn't that cool? That's crazy. That's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, so. I would have bet it wasn't in the 2000s. Had you told me that, I, like when was the last time? Oh, oh, I, I, yeah. I would have been hard-pressed to, to think that early on you, yeah but and then you, you know, got to go yeah. back to our glory days that's the last Man. time i mean it's crazy think about that right Shoo-wee. yeah 19 years ago since we were freaking favored as uh, on the road in the season opener so wow uh, anyways all right uh so good stuff there uh chat room let us know what you think raiders got a tall uh you know tall schedule in front of them these first handful of games uh i've heard it flown out there uh, or floated out there that you know maybe that's a good thing that uh, you know the 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 that you know we got a lot of rookies and a lot of young guys on this team that you know go ahead and get the tough games out er, out of the way early. But uh, man, it's going to be a it's it's a tall task for the Raiders, and I think they can get it done. It would sure be nice to see them set the tone early by getting a, a, a win uh, here in Week One. All right, Mosh, let's uh, let's uh, let's hit a break and then jump into some respect. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, oh, Murph, Swaggy he to, Jeff. He what, used to what? be a Raider. Hang on a second. Oh, he's not <laughs> a Raider. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes Ever down sit in my Crosby, chair again. Who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, Mosh, I got something funny here for you. Okay. 
So you weren't here when I gave respect to Ron uh, a week or so ago, whenever it was. Uh, much respect to Ron the Materator. He's in there in the chat. Uh, always holds it down for us in, in the chat. We call him Ron the Materator. Uh, he he kind of handles business in there, carrying that band hammer should we ever need it. Thankfully, we don't because the chat room is always on point. Uh, but, you know, Ron's the guy. Ron's the Materator. And uh, Ron also... He's a creative sort, and we're actually going to hear from him later when we get to the, to the voicemails. We got a pretty funny voicemail from Ron. Um, but something really interesting that Ron did this week, and so I want to give him respect again because I gave him respect, but, but then you weren't here. So I want to revisit this because Ron wrote, Mosh, a family tree. Wow. Yeah. So this is the RFR family tree now i won't hit every single one of these things but i'll just read you uh just the, the three for the three of us that adorn the fan cave here week in week out and uh and, and maybe a couple more because i think you'll get a kick out of it all right so mosh in terms of the family you sit at the top you're, okay. the, you're the patriarch of the family you are in real life and you are here in raiders fan radio uh ron says mosh the godfather i like it Mosh rose to power in the early 70s when he opened a string of illegitimate donut shops across the country. (laughs) Sometimes referred to as the pastrami prince, Mosh has expanded his empire to deli meats with the opening of his Domenico's restaurants. Nice. Mosh has a notable disdain for technology and is often off the grid for weeks at a time. Often. I love it. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up, Murph, the Don. Born in San Jose, Murph has been groomed since a young age to take over from Mosh. Murph is the hands-on leader of the family, as Mosh's lack of tech-savvy and cavalier attitude towards attending meetings to get in the way. <laughs> Murph followed, followed Mosh to Middle Tennessee and has been accused of embezzlement of funds through fake charities, although no evidence has been found. I got the evidence, Ron. (laughs) Asked why he moved from California to Tennessee, Murph was quoted as saying, it's like Will Compton said, she, these effing Fs haven't ever seen an effer like me. I come out here and I'm King F. (laughs) Witness protection is a great thing. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. All right, uh, so we're going to jump down to Swaggo. Jeff Swag, the bag man. Swag was brought into the family by the godfather himself. As a young man, Swag earned favor by delivering donuts for Mosh's restaurants. Swag worked closely with Murph, and rumor has it, has an eye on replacing Sonny. <laughs> Swag is so-called because of his love for all things flashy. It's, af- <laughs> it's as if Siegfried and Roy were in the mob. <laughs> <laughs> when asked if this was an accurate betrayal of his love of the material, Jeff said, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go Q, the capo, oh. the man on the inside. Nice. Q Dog Raider is the highest ranking member who is not blood. Q is certainly uh, is highly cerebral and often identifies problems well before they reveal themselves. I'm in the one-eyed man in the land of the blind, said Q. If you find yourself on Q's hit list, don't make any long-term plans. Q has a well-known weakness for the ladies and was once linked to SF to San Francisco Mayor London Breed. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you get on Q's list, don't ask don't for add. don't ask for a calendar for oh Christmas. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hit a couple more. These are funny. All right, Sonny, the underboss, once thought to be the true heir of the position to Godfather Sonny's involvement in the family dwindled as his nuclear family grew. <laughs> <laughs> Some say he also began to regret the things he did in the past and currently works with troubled youth. 
But as we know, old habits die hard, and recent intel suggests Sonny has been increasingly involved in family business. All right. All right. Let's go. At, uh, he, went to, he went to the Philip Rivers School of Children Rearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. That's too funny. Mojo. Mojo. Also, the known, as the, speaks. also known as the Carolina Reaper. <laughs> Perhaps no one is as loyal to the family as Mojo. Unafraid, unfiltered, unashamed, Mojo vici- viciously attacks anyone who goes against the family. Come on. Mojo also, also promotes the family recruiting new soldiers to the family. Said one family member of Mojo, he's got a little Al Davis in him. He'll be here for you for whatever you need, but cross him, and he'll be the last thing you do. Nice. All right, we'll give you one more. Emiliano. Nice. Okay, Big Raider trucker, Big the Raider Sizzler. Tr- Got a package that needs moves discreetly? <laughs> Emiliano is your man. Referred to as the logistics cream, <laughs> the logistics king of crime. Emiliano, get your delivery where it needs to be on time. No questions asked. Called the sizzler for his tendency to go from happy and jovial to off the handle at the drop of a hat. Don't want to get burned? Don't cross the family. Nice. Good job. <laughs> well done, Rod. Ah, so funny. And then, of course, and he gets, there's a little self-gloss. Ron says he's a longtime member of the family. Ron ascended to the head of security after thwarting an attack on Don Murph. <laughs> Ron is less boisterous than many in the family, preferring to handle his business with precision. It's not uncommon for those who cross him to simply disappear. He's the personification of walk softly but carry a big stick. <laughs> All right. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this. What can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Good stuff there, man. So speaking of captains, Mosh. Come on. This is what we call a uh, segue in the business. What business is that, Murph? The Raiders announced their captains this week. Oh, I thought you were talking about embezzling again. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody embezzling. That's why I set it up as a nonprofit. You want to see it? You can see it. Hey, hey, I don't have to. I sit on the board. Oh, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Mosh, who are the Raiders' 2019 captains? How do we want to do this? Do we want to see if people can guess? Oh, I should have had you guess. It's too late now. I got the. I know you I got, got the thing the, in front of you. The cheat sheet in front there of you. There you go. There you go. I tell you the one. That, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Tell me surprises. Some, expect expectations. Uh, I'll go one. You go one. All right. Hudson. No doubt it. No bother no doubt it. Bother doubt it. Yeah, that's, Probably the first one they named. Uh, there's a reason he's in the middle of this picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go ahead. You pick one. Uh, Eric Harris. Uh, Eric Harris was a guy that uh, was undrafted. He went and was out of football. 
He was working in a potato chip factory. He went and worked in... Uh, or went is that true or is that an urban legend? No, that's legit. Uh, he was shuffling Frito-Lay, uh, went and played um, in the Canadian League for a few years, found his way into the NFL. Uh, the Raiders signed safeties to play ahead of him. And here it is at the end of it. He's the starting safety or one of the starting safeties and named captain. I love the Eric Harris story. Wow. That's great. That's great. I'm going to talk about DC. Okay. I'm going to talk about DC. I, I love it when, when the quarterback is the captain because the quarterback doesn't always have to be the captain. If the quarterback is struggles or the quarterback sucks or the quarterback has lost the locker room, the quarterback is not an effective captain. And I think putting DC there is, shows that – well, we all know that the faith is in DC. Absolutely, you know, yeah. uh, we we have our we have our our detractors and we have our people that second guess them and blah blah blah. But I I believe the Raider faithful, the ones that make these decisions, said DC's our man. DC's the man, right? There's 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 no mistake there. Good one, Mosh. Um, I'll uh, I'll I'll take Kyle Wilbur. I'll, he's a special teamer, and you know you got to have a captain on special teams. And so I, I you know I, I, I that's the guy there. Uh, when you look at uh, Rich Basakia. You know our our favorite special teams coach, and right, he, and, right. he, and when he came over from the Cowboys, he brought Kyle Wilbur with him, and uh, and he and he's the guy. He's the guy uh, uh, on the Raiders special teams, and so I'll I'll give me uh, I think Kyle Wilbur's a, a great pick there. And that's why, because you because you didn't want to say quiet because I didn't want to try to pronounce Nick Kwiatkowski. <laughs> but you know what's interesting though that Kwiatkowski and Collins now your last two captains these are both brand new guys to the right, team. Right, right, you know right. What I mean? Which is which is phenomenal. And and they're and the other thing is is they're both beasts. They're both beasts. They really are beasts. Malik and Collins is going to hold it down on our oh line. My gosh. He's going to be a, great. He's a monster. And the, you know what else is interesting? And I learned this just recently. Malik Collins and Maurice Hurst, Maurice Hurst were in the same class. I, I think they're I heard the that. same said, age. Like he just turned like twenty four. That's crazy. It's crazy. Like he's a young guy, but he's been in the league for or just Seven turned twenty or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Since he was a senior in high he school. He was a senior in high school, yes, and yes, he yes. was on the practice squad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyways, much respect there to, uh, to the captains. Uh, you know, I think that's a great list, uh, great choices there. Uh, and absolutely, and I'm with you, Mosh, Rodney Hudson, is he's the captain of the captains. Like, he's the capo, He's right? our capo. He's, he's our, our capo. He's our yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right, one more thing to get to here, and the reason I wanted to feature this in respect was because I think there's a lot of uh, messaging behind this that we can take and apply to our lives. Um, this is going to be before we get into the really the, the, the meat of some Raider stories here, and we got a really kind of a doozy here. Um, but before we get into that stuff, like let's keep it about a little bit about life in the context of football. And we're going to hear from Mike Mayock, and we're going to hear him talk about change. And, and Mosh, I'm going to save my comments because I just want to hear yours, and then we'll, we'll hit a break and go into the next story. But uh, this is some very cool stuff. Again, within the context of football, but even Mosh and I and Swaggo were talking a lot tonight before the show started. You know, things are volatile right now. Things, uh, there's a lot of change going on in our lives, and, uh, and we got to understand on, on how to deal with that, how to process it, how to work through that. And so let's check in with Mayock, and let's see what he's got to say about it. We look at what's going on, Mike. I, I know this is there's no there's no uh, training manual for for what you've been through as a young general manager when you're looking at going through a pandemic and then now what's going on in the country and what's going on in the sports world. Um, I, I'm just curious who who you've uh, who you've drawn from or who you've relied on trying to to trying to figure this thing out. 
I think there's a couple things, DJ. Um, number one, the message basically from after the combine, when we were told to go home, was as much as most people in the football world don't like change. We've done certain things for 100 years in football. Um, but the message I had to my scouts and continue to have is embrace change. Let's figure it out. We don't even know if our scouts are going to be allowed on the road this fall at this point. Mm. Uh, and I, you know, every single day we talk about it's uncomfortable, but you got to embrace it and you got to figure out ways to get your job done. And there are no excuses. And as long as all 32 teams are under the same sets of rules, we're, full, we're fine with it. Let's go. You know, that's all that really matters to me is the competitive equity. And the other thing is, you know, there's some guys around the league that I trust and like, and maybe we're not playing them this year. And we get on we get on the call and just talk, what are you doing? How are you doing it? Is there a better way to, to, to figure this thing out? So uh, a little bit of that networking also. All right, Mosh, what do you think? I love no excuses. Level the playing field, uh, competitive equity. Let's just get it on. Let's just do it. Let's just do you it, know, right? I love it. And then, and then the the talk about you know maybe some guys that we uh, that we're friends with because they're friends they are friends There's, and everybody's got friends. It's got Gruden's got people he's brought up. He's got people he's coached. People that have coached under him. Uh, I mean, these guys know each other. And if you're not playing somebody, I mean, uh, me as a coach, I've done it for years. If somebody that's not that I'm not competing against calls me because they're competing against somebody I know well, I'm going to tell them. You know, I'm going to talk. I, I may not tell them everything, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna share some info if I like them. Something that can that can help them. Yeah. If it's yeah. not going to hurt me to help them, why not? And doesn't that kind of just doesn't that feel like a microcosm? Like what he was talking about there, kind of what all of our lives are like right now. Like, did, am I reading too much into that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I but you know, and, and and I'm and I'm teasing, but I'm not teasing. You know, I mean, it's when it's all said and done. Um, it's, you've said it, you've said it again and again and again, that, that, that sports are what brings people together that, yeah. you know, um, I don't know that I can say that sports are, or the NFL is a microcosm of the, of the world. It's not, but I um, mean, but like, well, but we it, have to adapt to change though right now do, more than we, ever, right? We, we absolutely have to adapt to change. You know, I can attest to that. I'm a teacher, you know, I, I teach performing arts and I'm supposed to do it over the internet. You know, yeah, I can't even yeah. spell internet, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but I'm doing it. I'm going to do, and I, and, and, and I'm doing it with a smile and I, and they're going to cut me that check and I'm going to work my tail off for them. You know, uh, I keep saying 151 days I sat at home and ate <laughs> and, and collected that check. So if, if I got to work weekends or I got to work a few extra hours now, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. So I think that when you look at that and these guys who have, who have, you know, weren't able to do, you come in and do the extra work in the summer and weren't able to come and do that. Now they're having to do extra work now. And now they're having to change things and make calls and stay up later. And okay. It's the same kind of thing. You know, they're just going to do it. You just got to do it. it. You just got to do it. You can bitch and moan and complain, but will that add a second to your life? Probably not. Absolutely not. It's not. So you just got to do what you got to do, man. Good stuff, Mosh. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. 
That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions, equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Good stuff. All right, let's hit a break there. Okay. I want to hear from Pete since I got my hair cut. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Moss, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All right, it's time to pay the bills here in the fan cave, and we do that by welcoming in my bookie. Winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means survivor, super contest, and squares at my bookie. Winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce their rivals. Rejoice. It's time to celebrate the NFL season. Invest in your intuition. Use promo code CAVE, that is C-A-V-E, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at my bookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code CAVE and double your first deposit. Your first, your first. Oh, you were so good. I almost nailed it all the way. It's because I held up my finger, number one. (laughs) Use promo code CAVE, C-A-V-E, and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at my bookie. Bookie. <laughs> My bookie. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than six years ago. I like watching you Phil sweat. Phil Villapiano. <laughs> this is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> well, we got we got a little we had we had to adjust on the fly. Hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> and now for something completely different. We've had to adjust on the fly around here. We, had, we lost Swaggo literally at, uh, at at kickoff here. Swaggy update. All right. He uh, says he's in the ER. Little girl sitting on his lap watching Peppa Pig. Oh, so she's doing good. Good yeah, deal. She's good. doing good. Good deal. All right, Mosh, uh, uh, shout out the chat while you're on it. Oh, my gosh. Ah. Munster Bash can. Raiders 24. <laughs> Miguel Ruiz. Lee B. Raider born Rico. When the universe speaks. <laughs> Where's my... Okay, I couldn't find my mouse. Oh. Uh, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> hey, Leave hey, me. It that happens when you get older. Easy. Hey. Yeah, it does. Tyrone Groves, Bethal. 
where did I leave off? Coach Davis, so glad to have him back. I he's been back, but not since I've been back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Pirate nineteen seventy five. Man, Aaron the Q Dog Raider. They are all here. Everybody's here, and uh, there's still one one dislike. I don't know. Oh my gosh, that might have been. I think it was Jeff. Probably you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was you. All right, Mosh. Uh, you ready to get in the mud? Let's do it, man. Let's get in the mud. All right, so here's the thing, Raider Nation. We're, uh, you look around, clearly we're Raider fans, uh, and we will always endlessly support each and every player, all 53 that are wearing silver and black, and we'll endlessly support each one of those gentlemen until they are not wearing silver and black, in which at that point, uh, we will find a new player to root for whoever takes their spot. That said. Unless they retire. Well, that yeah, 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 then we just carry it on. That said, we as Raider fans have a certain level of expectation, as all sporting fans do. It's not anything that's unique to Raider Nation. But look, when you come from the history and the winning traditions that the Raiders had for literally decades upon decades, and then you have these runs of ineptness, um, we tend to get a little restless and get a little frustrated as a fan base. And when you play a position like quarterback and you are the most scrutinized position in maybe all of sports you certainly get more credit than you deserve and you get more blame than you deserve when you play quarterback but it probably is the most important position in all of team sports considering that football is the ultimate team sport okay so when we look at it like that i think that it's fair to criticize the quarterback at times now some folks have said oh murph you're being a car hater all swag all you do is love mariota oh you know cody all you do is love car it's not about that it's that it's kind of like you know we all want the same things we just have different views on how the Raiders are ultimately going to get there and I don't think there's anything wrong with taking an objective look at what your players are or and in this case I'm talking about again our quarterback so that said there is a writer on uh, that works for the Associated Press I feature his stuff a lot on this show his name is Josh Dubow And I think that Josh DeBow does a really good job of detailing statistics that reflect the impact from a team perspective of what Derek Carr's play has, has, has done for the Raiders. So I think I fumbled the words there, but you guys get where I'm going with it. So Derek Carr and Josh DeBow kind of locked, I wouldn't say locked horns, but they kind of did. And I'm going to have some audio for you here uh, going through this, this segment. And we're going to dig in on this because I think it's a really interesting discussion considering that Derek Carr no longer has the financial weight on the franchise post this season. And that it's important for the Raiders to get off to a good start and for Carr to get off to a good start in order for him to establish his legacy as the Raiders quarterback. So that said, I'm going to read you a few things that Josh DeBow has said to give you an example of the criticisms of Carr. Then I'm going to turn the floor over to uh, Adam Shine and Derek Carr himself so you can hear the other side because my goal in all this exercise is to help you know, foster some critical thinking and you make up your own mind. And frankly, my co-host, my, the patriarch of our family doesn't entirely agree with everything that I have to say on this. So I think this is going to foster a fun discussion. So all that said, here's what Josh DeBow says about Derek Carr. Derek Carr points to the red zone often in, in interviews, uh, as in the scoring in the red zone as one of the biggest problems for the Raiders offense. 
Well, amongst 50 quarterbacks with 10 or more starts in the last five seasons, Derek Carr ranks 40th in red zone pass rating. He's 37th in red zone rushing, and he's tied for 30th in red zone touchdown runs. So what Josh is trying to do is say, well, Derek, the things you're being critical of, you're also directly responsible for. Only two teams, Josh goes on to say, since at least 1948, way before the Super Bowl era, have had one quarterback lose nine or more games in a season five times. The Giants did that with Eli Manning, and after, but that's after he won two Super Bowls. The Raiders have done it with Derek Carr, 2014 to 15, and then 2017 to 19. Derek Carr called out the amount of possessions the Raiders scored on uh, last season. He called it pretty impressive. Well, Josh DeBose says the Raiders ranked 21st on scores, uh, 21st in scores with 32% of their drives last season and 19th in points per drive. Okay, so and so you kind of get the idea of where Josh is going. And then here's where they start to lock horns. Derek Carr says, what we accomplished the last three seasons, what we've been able to do has been pretty awesome. Then Josh DeBow goes on and says, well, but th- the last three seasons, 2017, the Raiders were ranked 23rd in points. They were ranked 20, 20th in points against. 2018, ranked 28th in points. In 2019, ranked 24th in points. So what he's going on to say is that, like, Derek, again, you're kind of contradicting yourself. So here's my point, is that I think these facts and these stats are fine. They drive a narrative that support Josh DeBow. Derek Carr supporters will look at his career stats, his 4,000 yards passing, his all these things to support him. Ultimately, what it landed on was this exchange, Mosh, and then I'm going to turn it to you because I've talked a lot already. This is an exchange between Josh DeBow and Derek Carr at the latest press conference. And ultimately, this is what my opinion is. Whether you agree with Josh or you agree with Derek, the wins don't add up. Like, ultimately, we just want wins. We just want Ws. Make the column in the left higher than the column in the right. Go 10 and 6, not 6 and 10. That's what we want. And until those numbers change, I'm going to continue to be at least ask questions not questioning him i don't question his character i don't question him as a man but i'm gonna question what ultimately is happening to our team and so this is what happened when debo did this to Derek's face on a conference call or on a, on, a, on a presser as an outsider looking at the wins the points things like that maybe we don't see it what, what, what did you mean by that uh it doesn't really matter josh And that was it. Let me play that for you one more time. Listen to what Debo says and listen to Derek's response. As an outsider looking at the wins, the points, things like that, maybe we don't see it. What, what, what did you mean by that? Uh, it doesn't really matter, Josh. All right, Mosh. Okay, so let me just say this. I think your, I think your presentation was outstanding. Thanks. I do. I think your, you. I think your, your analytics and your stats and everything were were presented and done amazingly well. You speak well. You you got good talk. <laughs> I learned know? from you. And and that's right. And you did good. And it was all scoped and slanted in a wonderful way that would get people to to join in your side of the argument. And and I think that. The way it was presented was such that it was it was it was very good. It was very argumentative. It was it was sequential. It flowed, and and it was one hundred percent slanted. 
<laughs> and I believe that in my heart because we've had this conversation on and off the air. Um, I think that that somebody who has played the game at a very high level said something that in the chat that was that was really good. And it's not just because he makes me the best sandwiches in the oh, world. Is Jeff in there? But Jeff said that Carr has no excuses this season. As long as everyone stays healthy, he has the best weapons of his career and the best coaching staff of his career. Also, you can go to see what some of the other folks said, including Mojo. It's it, it, that Mojo says that it's you know he's he's a he's a car guy. He believes in his quarterback. Um, Tyrone said he believes in his quarterback. There's a lot of us that that maybe take exception to the fact that sometimes the way that things are presented and sometimes the way they're presented on this show have a tendency to be a bit skewed. Okay. Okay. I personally think, and I'm not saying this because he's here, but I personally think getting Mariota was a mistake. Wow. And I'll say that again. You don't think think, iron sharpens iron? I think 100% iron sharpens iron, but you're comparing apples and oranges. Okay. Because you're looking at a guy who was benched for playing just like what we bitched about car playing. And now he's hurt. And now we're out $15 million. And now Peterman's the second guy. And I said it from the beginning. When he, if you go back and listen to him, only Paul in Shropshire would have the time to do that. But I said that <laughs> months and months and months ago. Now, is Carr on the hot seat? Of course he is. But there's somebody in the chat, and I don't remember who said it. They said if Carr was on another team and we were struggling right now and we were playing and we we had 6 and 10 records we'd be going go get car go get car that's fair. go get car that's fair so i'm not saying i'm not being a car bootlicker but i'm i'm I, I man we didn't pay that man 110 million dollars for 10 years to get us in a position where we have a quarterback that can't deliver i got to believe in my folks man uh and 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 i, I just i i can't wash my hands to him. I can't say that that Mariota, you know, that 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 Jeff's choice for his, his future ex-husband is gonna be is is gonna be the, the, the savior. It's not gonna happen. He wasn't the savior in Tennessee. Who did he get replaced by? Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill? Yeah. Yeah. Had you ever said the name Tannehill before last year? I hadn't. Yeah, well, okay, and that's and that's fair, Mosh, and you know, and and I really don't want it to get lost because I, I mean, look, I mean, I, I am, a, I mean, I own, I own Derek Carr jerseys, but I, Derek I know, Carr's but, but, but like, and just, I love me... Derek Carr. It's not a this isn't this isn't a hater approach, and I hope that because it, it's very like there's there's a very polarizing opinion that that lives on social media, and that is. I'm this and you're that and let's fight. And like, and that's not where I live. Like, I'm, and you know that. And, oh, and, 100%. And so it's, it's not about like, I'm trying to, you know, like even, and I, and I understand the, the swayed perspective, but it's, I'm not coming off with this opinion because I'm trying to convince somebody else that like I'm right and they're wrong or that people that love and support Derek Carr endlessly are wrong. It's not about that. And I, and, I, and that's where I'm saying, like, I think ultimately we all want the same thing, which is freaking wins. And I, do I have faith in him? Yes, I absolutely do. Do I think he's the right man for the job? Yes, I absolutely do. But I think that also there's a lot to be said for being accountable 
trouble and let when I hear these dismissive comments or I hear him just kind of blow things off okay, of, let what, me, and, and can what? I and I'm gonna play one audio clip for you and I'm gonna give you an example, Mosh, of what I'm talking about. Like this whole notion of like, well, I'm just gonna like ignore this other thing that's going on over here. No, like let's be accountable to it. It's the truth. So it doesn't mean that we hate you. It doesn't mean that we don't want you to be our guy, but let's at least acknowledge the elephant in the room. So listen to this and tell then tell me what you think. I loved at the beginning of camp when you said you're tired of being disrespected. I mean, I gave the numbers before. 4,000 yards, completed 70% of your passes. You know, I have to remind people I voted for you for, for MVP a few years ago. One of the car six, one of the six voters of the 50 who voted for you for, for MVP. Why is it that you feel, because it is true, why are you disrespected in the court of public opinion? Uh, I think it's with it's, it's the people that just really just, you know, without lack of a better term, just don't know what's going on. Um, you know, what, what we accomplished, what we're able to do has been pretty awesome in some some pretty fun circumstances, I'll say it in, in a fun way. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, it, it just is what it is. I just, I'm, I'm just tired of the talk. You know, I'm just ready to play. And uh, I'm excited to take, you know, my group of guys and go and do this thing. Come and, on. and like I said, you know, you know, People can keep saying all they want. I think I've grown to a place in my life where I just don't care anymore. You know, I've always been a people pleaser. Um, I've always tried to, you know, appease everybody, but those days are dead and gone. You know, I'm here. Uh, no disrespect to anybody, but I'm not. I'm not here to be anybody's friend. I got enough of those. You know, and being politically correct, although I do thank you, Adam. Only gave me six votes. You know, so yeah, <laughs> I think that. Uh, I, I think. I think it's time to just go out and play football and not care about the other stuff. <laughs> All right. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Come okay. on. Okay. So he says we've accomplished a lot of really good things. Like, and that's what, that's the kind of, that's what I'm talking about. It seems, it feels to me, this is just my opinion. That doesn't mean I'm right, but just my opinion is it doesn't feel to me that he is associated with the reality of what it is because what have you accomplished like you've put up some great seasonal numbers but we haven't won a damn thing like like so he won six games in a rebuilding season progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward especially in times of need this year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated learn more about their keys to progress program and plans for 2020 at keys to progress.com Okay. okay. So and, and and there was no bot to doubt it. I mean, look at look at the fiasco of last year. He didn't he didn't call A B out. No, that's true. But he but because he's a class guy. But and and he didn't he didn't call that awful Jeff out. Okay. <laughs> I think it's it, it, it's it's no accident that Debo's first name is Jeff. Okay? No, it's Josh. I thought it was Jeff. No, it's Josh. Is it Jeff or Josh? No, it's me, not him. Oh, well, then hell, then no wonder he hates the son of a gun. <laughs> now I feel like Mikey. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy. No, but all kidding aside, man, I, I wouldn't answer that guy's questions. I wouldn't give him the time of day. The way uh, You can only take so much. Okay, he's a professional athlete. He's a pro. He gets $400 bazillion a year to yeah. do that. No, you don't. He still has feelings. You can only take so much. Yeah, yeah. You can only take so much. And then you got to go, you know what? I don't see your ass out here. You're behind a pen. You're behind a microphone. Well, that's you're, fair. You're that's on the what... internet. How easy is it, how easy is it to, to, to trash someone over the, over the keyboard? 
everybody's 10 foot tall and bulletproof when you're on the interwebs. Amen. Sorry. Yeah. You know? I mean, come on. The guys, the, the, the guys, the guy can continually trash him. And then all of a sudden, but does he trash him though? And that's my question: is that is it trashing by identifying areas of opportunity? Like I'm going to use a corporate term, like like it, we're not going to call them problems. We're not going to say anything's wrong. We're going to say there are areas of opportunity. There are challenges for Derek Carr because when because Ma seriously, like you know he he's he's claiming like oh all these things are great. Well, have they been? Like really? Has it been that great? It's gotten better. It's better, but it's not it's great. Better, but but did you want greatness the first year? Yes. Did you want us in the playoffs? Did you want us to beat Kansas City twice? Did you want us in the Super Bowl? Yes. And we've said that for how many years? Six. I'm 61. No. You said wow. it a lot before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You said it a lot. You said well, it before every Derek year, Carr. Yeah, before that, Derek Carr. That's right. It was every single year. So You're right. You know. You're right. Okay. I don't know. Chat room, we let us know a, what you think. Mosh, thank hey, you. Hey, they're talking basketball. We need to move. <laughs> are they really? <laughs> of course they are. God, there you go. All right. But I appreciate the engagement there, man. That was uh that was it's an interesting discussion there. And I'll tell you what, you've heard enough from us. Let's hear from you, Raider Nation. Mosh, let's check in with the Sea of Fans. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. Man, oh man, we got three emails tonight. We got uh, we got a single email from the Mengus twins. <laughs> Funny how that works, do you? Yeah, they only got one keyboard between them. Uh huh. How do you get in touch with us by email, Mosh? Do you know the email address? Yeah, I hit the this one right here. All right, boys and girls, <laughs> we got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. It's uh, it's show at RaidersFanRadio.com. It's show at Radio Fan Radio. <laughs> what is it? What is it again? Show S H O W. You at, know why I don't know that? Why don't you? Because I've that? never emailed me. You never. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like trying to find out what phone numbers are nowadays. Like no one knows. Oh, I know. I don't know man. what phone numbers. I don't are. know what phone numbers. I are. know yours. Yeah, because yeah. you had the same phone number since For before cell phones. Six years. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Oh my gosh. All right. Hello, RFR family. Well, the time has come. No more hype videos. No more players mic'd up for practice. One week is here in the words of Incognito. Let's meep go. It's one week, and it's the first game of the Las Vegas Raiders. It's time to make the Panthers extinct. There was, uh, on a side note, there was some really funny uh, goofs on their name. They were calling them the uh, Carolina Pampers. Oh, nice. The Carolina nice. Panties. There was a whole bunch of them. They were, oh, they were pretty good. Right on. Uh, my game prediction is Raiders win 35-21, and the MVP of the game will be Carr. This is the game he cements himself as the QB number one for 2020. Come on. Unfortunately, work will prevent me from watching the game live, but I'm hoping to catch it on the radio. Thank you for listening, but before I leave you with these last words, it's I'm not into dreams. I'm into beep nightmares. Yes. Knock on wood if you're with me. Yours truly, Matthew slash the other manga. <laughs> Proud made man, 2020 Wait. Gemini man winner. P.S. Let's get a Raiders chant going in the chat. Raiders! You know what would be funny, Mosh, when you, when you do that? If you would go, Proud made men. 
<laughs> no, yeah, actually, I, or man's. No, because you have to combine two and into one. Yeah. Never mind. No, you're doing no, math again. I know. You love numbers, but... <laughs> I, tried but to, I tried to do math. Ow! <laughs> There's stuff flying um, here. Tuesday, I got I to gotta go use the restroom. Okay. You got a long one to read? Oh, yeah, I do. Wait a minute. Are you going to read Titerators? I am. Oh, well, I'm going to use the restroom then, and I'll grab a sandwich. I might run back to Domenico's. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to change the oil in your new car. Uh, I think you need an entire rotation, too, and I'll be, I'll be back a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Ta-da! You are the best. This is the longest. And I'm so glad Swaggy's not here and had to read this. Yo, what's up, Mosh? Swaggy and the only, the one and only Uncle Mosh. I love how he did that. He goes, yo, what's up, Mosh? Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mosh. He meant to say Josh or Murph, but he didn't. He said my name twice. You the man. I hope all is well and everyone is safe and sound. I'm going to jump right on in. Lynn Bowden Jr. Now everyone has gotten the news that he was traded to the Miami tuna fish. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot if outrage. We spent a third round pick on him and traded him and a sixth round pick for a fourth round pick. Huh. I understand why people are upset. Felt like we wasted a pick when we have, could have gotten someone else. Saying the organiz- organization doesn't know what they're doing and Gruden is making Mayock do it. This is... And that blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. How many people have actually seen Bowden in training camp? Out of everyone else, how much real praise did we hear about him showcasing his talent? How many reports did we get that he was making big plays? Only thing Mayox said about him was that they put a lot on his plate and will have to give him time to develop, which they probably gave up hope. Trust me when I say I was one of those people who was hyped about him. I was even using him in Madden in different packages, which isn't the, that bad, but it's a different topic. But I trust Mayock. I give the organization a lot of props on realizing that it's not going to work, and they moved on. He already had an uphill battle with not a lot of experience at the running back position. He definitely didn't have a chance to win a wide receiver spot on the roster. When you're labeled a gadget player, all that really means is you're okay in a few things, but not great at one thing. That separates you from the pack. Let's just say they keep him, and in a year or two he doesn't pan out, everyone will call him a bust and say we wasted a draft pick. How many times have we drafted a guy who didn't pan out and we got nothing in return? Look, Gruden and Mayock know more about football than I do, and I'm going to trust that they know what they're doing. Come on. I don't like to bring up personal life, but we also have to remember that even though he wasn't arrested or charged with anything, he was in a house that was raided by U.S. Marshals and the DEA a few months ago. We don't know if that had any any effect on him being traded. We know players will have to be smart and put themselves in better situations being in Las Vegas. It makes me think about the Aaron Hernandez situation when we asked them to trade him because him being so close to home and getting into trouble in a city where he was easy to find trouble, and they didn't want to because of his talent. Maybe he he asked to be traded. Maybe he, he couldn't handle it and wasn't mature enough to be in Vegas. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. Either way, I'm just glad it wasn't just a pick that didn't work out and we got nothing but complaints in return. I do hope he develops into a player and, most importantly, the man that he wants. I hope he has a good career, 
but I also hope it doesn't come back to haunt us. I know, I know right now that there'll probably be more news that will come out out on this, or I just wanted to get it off my chest. All love and respect. Ta-da, Raider! Nice! Appreciate you, Ta-da, Raider. Ty, Raider, of course. Uh, the only guy that loves Dominicos as much as you, Mike. Oh, my gosh. Yes, he is. Absolutely. Yes, he is. Absolutely. All right, so we got one more uh, email. Again, you can email the show anytime, show at RaidersFanRadio.com, and we always close out the segment with our good buddy, Paul. Good evening, guys. Hope you're all well. I have to start this week's emails on a somber note. It's staggering thought. It's a staggering thought. It's a staggering thought to me that it's 19 years in a few days since uh, 9/11. Where'd that time go? Yeah, no kidding. Right. Uh, when I was a kid, I often heard the phrase, "Do you remember where you were when?" It was often used around the tragic event that lingered in the public conscience: the JFK assassination, probably the best example. Well, I can remember where I was when 9-11 happened to be, and, and to the exact second, and we'll never forget it. The shock of the powerful images that day still leave a mark and are hard to watch. The faces of the brave firefighters and paramedics running toward the carnage while the rest of the city was running the other way will be etched in my mind forever. It takes a special kind of person to do that. Heroes, everyone. Every year I make a point of watching at least one documentary about it. Not to be morbid. Not out of some weird curiosity, but to remember everybody affected. I just wanted to say that, the, that obviously the main impact of the day was felt across the USA, but nobody that perished that day will be forgotten by any of us. RIP to all. Good words, Paul. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Thank Paul. Thank you for that. Across the pond. Okay, let's bring things back to football. We're days away from real football on Sunday, guys, and the nerves are starting to kick in big time. The Thursday night Muppet show doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> hey, go Deshaun Watson and the Texans, by the way. Oh, man. my God. Come on, Texans, on Thursday. I've been pretty hyped up anyways as we get closer to kickoff when Murph raised the bar even more on Mondays with Mikey and Murph with his full-on rallying call. So I'm ready. I got my T-shirt and cap hanging up and ready to go. Just counting down the seconds now. I've got a good feeling in my stomach about the game. Although that, that, that could just be wind. <laughs> the final 53 <laughs> threw up a few interesting questions. And I think it's safe to say nobody would have called it 100%. The Lynn Bowden train was arguably the biggest shock. And I was a little speechless initially. None of us around the guys are, none of us are around the guys 24-7. Though... We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. We get to see a few edited training highlights and interviews, and it's easy to base our judgments on them. I, for one, am guilty of this at times. Things obviously weren't working out for him, and without a preseason, he was unable to show any progression in a real game situation. I do think that maybe there was something behind the scenes that contributed to the decision, and Raider Cody hinted at possible issues earlier this week when he mentioned a tweet from August when Bowdens had said, I know when I'm not wanted. So perhaps it was a personality to clash, despite Mike Mayock's comments afterwards. Whatever the reason, though, it's history now, and all we should be focusing on is the players that did make the 53 and the Ws. I've read plenty of tweets from some that want uh, recrimination, but that's pointless to me. Just get behind the group and let's hope for a positive start. Why waste time being negative? As I write, Ian Rappaport has confirmed that we've restructured Corey Littleton's contract to free yes. up some cap space. Could this mean something else is about to happen prior to kickoff? 
I've lost my thread on the trade deadlines, etc., because of COVID. So I'm not even sure we can do any more business. Finally, a shout out to Tristan and Vinny, hey. who have both been on the show now. It's great to see the young nation representing the next Raider generation, if you will. And before oh, I go, oh, nice. I need to ask you about a rumor I've heard. Is okay. it true that Lynn Bowden Jr. contacted? Caller Greg from Tennessee to ask him how to cope with being overlooked. <laughs> it's just a rumor, and I personally don't think you've overlooked him. It's just that time gets really tight, and I know you'll get around to him at some point. Stay safe, Raider family. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship. Paul Edgerton, Shopshire, Mississippi. Paulie Award winner, 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020. BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper. Proud Made Man. Five-time, five-time, five-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Paul! 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 all that talk about Michael Jordan on the chat. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we're, went crazy. We're, we're shooting hoops over here. I appreciate you, Paul. First off, appreciate your uh, your kind words about the the nine eleven memorial coming up. And yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, Mosh, I don't even have words. It's uh, it's it's one of the the, the most profound uh, moments uh, in, in my life. Uh, and, and you know, you were. Uh, how old were you when the JFK assassination happened that he, that he referenced? I was five, and it was so you don't yeah, remember I, I, it. I remember it. I remember it's it's one of my oldest memories. Do you really? Oh no, yeah, I remember the funeral. I remember watching. I was home, um, and I remember I remember uh, uh, watching Oswald get shot live. You know when Jack Ruby shot him. Wow. In in the the Dallas basement. I remember I, we were glued to the TV. I mean it was just was nonstop. It was it was. Like it was like nine eleven was. I mean, you know, and then of course nine eleven was was our, our next generational thing that that you and I had. And I remember calling you and said, "Get yep. to my house right now. Let's count bullets." Yep. You know, because we, we didn't Start know. Start weapons. We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't. You know, we didn't know who was going to land in Smyrna. You know, I mean, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. and we didn't, and it was and it was sad, and it was it was just. But we were for days. We were glued to the TV, and you know. um, I don't know. I, I, there's, it's there's, tough to frame it, isn't it? it like is. even just like it, like you know, it's one of those things that you, um, you know, uh, you reflect on it annually, uh, and like Paul said, you remember where you were, you remember the uh, the, the context of it, you remember the the bravery uh, and the sacrifice of the men and women of the the police department and the fire department, and you remember the the the, the true heroes that came out of it. You remember um, to me like what our president at the time did, um, speaking amongst the rubble. You know the aftermath, walking out and throwing out the first pitch in the World Series at Yankee Stadium. Like you remember like those iconic moments that happened, but just the sheer like devastation of it, and to like to like reflect back to the. Um, uh, it's it's hard. It's hard to frame it, especially here on a podcast. And I'm I sorry that I'm I'm fumbling over my words, but it's it's not something that, frankly, we had planned for. And 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 I don't. It's a hard thing to 
to speak on, Marsh. It's, it's it's you know I re- I remember where I was. I was I, when I when I saw the second plane hit the hit the South Tower and and you know in the in the class and and the the kids in my class their faces going white and 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 tears and just people sobbing and just just you know you could you could have heard a pin drop in a school of you know twenty two hundred kids and and it was just you know it was amazing we had we had closed circuit TV and so we were we were all watching and it was just it was phenomenal and all the speculation and all the rumors and you know anybody that's been there knows that the the first casualty in 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 war is the truth so we didn't you know we didn't know and we you know to hear about the the, the one that hit the Pentagon and then the one in Pennsylvania and and all this stuff and it was just it was so bad. Uh, but you know, uh, here it is, nineteen years later, and the kids that I'm teaching weren't even born yet. That's a trip, you know, and it blows my mind. You know, I took a group of kids to New York City five years ago, and one of the things that we went to was the 9/11 memorial, and they were all babies. You know, they, wow. some of those were just you know one and two years old. They had no memory of it. Yeah, they, you know, and, and it meant a lot. You know, it was it was a sobering thing, and it meant a lot to Kathy and not my wife, and and we were there, and we were like, you know, wow, and it was it was really heartfelt and. And you, the, just the stuff they've done a fantastic job there with that. But our kids just kind of, you know, it's, it's not that they were insensitive to it, but they just, it was, you know, kind of going through the motions. It was before their time. And it was, you wow. know, it would have been like, you know, me going to a, a, a World War II memorial when I was, you know, a teenager. Yeah. It wasn't until I was much later when I visited, you know, the Arizona in Pearl Harbor, you know, that that I, I was able to understand it, you know, and the impact you got to, I almost think you have to live a little bit of life to, to really, Agree. to really get a hold of that. You know, we'll have that with COVID, you know, we'll, um, depending on how things play out and how it works out and what the final numbers and the counts are, you know, people will know what they did for those 151 days, you know, yeah, um, or whatever. But anyway, yeah. um, I just, I want to say this on Paul's, I want to say this on Paul's. Okay, please. When Paul talked about football, he talked about getting to the hundred, getting to the hundred fifty-three. When he gets got down to the final fifty-three, yeah. So my job, I cast shows, I I direct, um, I I have kids come in and they audition for a piece, and and I have I have many more kids come in and audition for a piece than I can put on stage, uh-huh. and and I oftentimes uh, will put them on stage or I'll I'll cast you know extras or you know supernumeraries or doubles or whatever you know to try to get as many kids involved and I'll ask them to work backstage or whatever if they can't work but uh, a few years ago um, one of the things that I started doing is I put the list up on on the wall right we have a casting board and so I'll put the list up these are the kids and I write a nice little thing thank you for coming out and these are the kids who are going to be in the show okay and um, if you have any questions, you can contact me on Monday. And I put that up there. We get out of school at quarter to three, and I put it up at three o'clock. And then I beat feet out of there, <laughs> and I get the hell out of there, right? Because yeah. I don't want I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him whine and cry and right, blah blah right, blah. Right, when, yeah. You know. And and so I learned the hard way, and I came up with a thing that that a few years back, when kids will ask me, "Well, how come you didn't cast me?" And I say, "Okay." Who do you want to be? Who are you? Who do you want to be? Do you want to be the lead? Are you better than that person? Oh, are, can you sing and dance? Can you act better than that person? Are you better than that person? Well, maybe not the lead. Okay, then the next one down. Are you better than them? <laughs> who do you want me to cut? Because I'll call them right now and cut them. 
and put you in their role. You just tell me who you want to cut. Oh, I love it. It works with this. Cut Hunter Renfro. Cut cut Hunter Renfro and and put Bowden or put anybody else that's been released. Who are you better than? Oh gosh, Mosh. Right? I mean, that's solid, man. You know, I love it's, it. it's the truth because because John Gruden and Mayock have the final say so, and these are the best fifty three that we had to Amen. choose from. We may not like the decisions. Those dads and moms and brothers and sisters and all the people that send me emails and call my boss and ask for my job and because I didn't because little Tommy White Trash didn't get the lead and Tom Sawyer. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. It's a good thing you didn't ask Jeff that question. Well, Jeff Because he just said, Who are you gonna cut? And he just said, Well, Onto the voicemail. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from. From a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture. And whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. And you're listening to Raider Fan Radio. And we're in Merth's Cave, and I tell you, this is the only place you need to be. Go Raiders! Gosh. All right. So I uh, appreciate all of you that emailed the show. And we're going to get to the voicemails right now. Uh, real quick, uh, Paul mentioned something about Greg, Mosh. Uh, we really should make Greg, but what's what? We're 127 we into the show. We don't, we don't have time. We got to get to the voicemails. All right. So uh, we always kick off the voicemails with Capo. Uh, he is the leader of the made men and the made women. He is Aaron the Q Dog Raider. You can become a made man or a made woman by not only emailing us an indefinite amount of times, but you can call the show at 909. 909- Three four five three three four six. That's nine zero nine three four five three three four six. Leave us a message and uh, and we'll play it on the show. And if we do it three times, you become a made man. And so uh, let's go to the captain. Hear him, the capo, Aaron the Q Dog Raider. Greetings, this Aaron the Q Dog Raider coming from the great state of Texas. Greetings, nation. You know, Sunday in typical NFL fashion, our beloved Raiders open up the season once again in the Eastern Time Zone, traveling. 2,209 miles to Charlotte to open up for the early slot. How else should the Raiders start 2020? You know, Clint Davis of Delight.com ranked all 32 running backs in the league. Josh Jacobs came in at number four, only behind number three, Ezekiel Elliott, number two, Christian McCaffrey, who we will defeat on Sunday, and number one, Derrick Henry. Not too bad for a sophomore. You know, congratulations to Devontae Booker for making the 53. Didn't want this guy, didn't believe in this guy, but he came in in shape, 
learn the roster, and yes, he could pass block. And congratulations to him for persevering. Now, I want to take a little special time to congratulate defensive end Kendall Vickers for making the final roster as well. You know, this was unexpected. After all, he does come from the University of Tennessee, and having watched Tennessee play Kentucky so much since I'm a Kentucky Hawk, I've learned to appreciate uh, talent from all over the SEC. You know, he joins a, a, a stacked but young defensive line that features, yes, Arden Key as an edge and um, the mystifying yet well-reported camp from Baby Clellan. But we'll see how this uh, all, all pans out. I mean, this guy, uh, he spent last year in the CFL with Edmonton, and he had pedestrian numbers. I mean, he came into the league having been drafted by the Steelers, spent a little time on their practice squad before signing with you know, the, the the Titans, but, you know, he made the most of his effort with the Raiders, so congratulations to him. Um, the hit list, obviously, and belated, Lynn Bowden, Jr., wide receiver, antagonist, a key to leave of Snatch That Chain fame, and, of course, Emeritus, <laughs> Mike Dicka. And remember, as a leader, everything rises and falls on leadership. Hold leadership accountable. Rue. All right, good stuff there from Aaron, the cute uh, dog raider. Hey, uh, Mojo in the chat, man. Mojo was uh, was serving our great country in the in the world's greatest navy at the time of nine eleven, and talked about going into action uh, immediately following there. So, so I want to appreciate him and much respect to Mojo. Uh, appreciate Capo. Uh, appreciate the, the the voicemail as always. And uh, we're gonna keep moving through these quick tonight. Uh, we're gonna get to our uh, next. We're gonna get to our buddy Ruben in Vegas. What all guys? Ruben in Vegas checking in. Uh, season coming up Sunday at Carolina, 10 a.m. Pacific. Excited, got the playlist ready. But just caught the uh, latest episode, you guys, and it's good to see Matteo Mosh back. You know, hey. the show ain't the same without him. You know, I know everything's going on with the pandemic and life and whatnot, but it's good to see him back. Um, anyways, like I said, kickoff at Carolina. You know, see what's up. This it's weird, man. With all this going on, it's weird. You know. I'm pumped up. I'm not. No preseason or season, you know, whatnot. Let's see what we got, man. You know, let, let, let's shock the world, guys. You know, win, lose, or tie. Raiders till I die. Ruben in Vegas, out. All right. Good stuff there from Ruben in Vegas. Look forward to catching up with Ruben, hopefully, uh, in a couple of weeks, Mosh, when me and Max, my boo, Max, we're going to be out there for the home opener. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where we're going to be because COVID. So, I mean, who knows where we're going to watch the game and all that good stuff. But, uh, if you want to follow us, you can join the RFR. Wait, let me get this right. It's the Murph's Fan Cave RFR Meetups Facebook group that was started by our buddy Kevin, the Raider Nerd. And uh, Kevin's going to be out in Vegas the same time we are for his 50th birthday. All oh, right, on. And so we're going to just kind of stay in touch through that Facebook group to kind of link up. Because again, I don't, because like normally, uh, Masha, I was talking about this last week when you weren't here, like, um, or before you got here anyways, uh, that normally we would have like a place. We would have like a thing set up or a tailgate or like a whatever sure. where we would post up sure. for it. But because of COVID, we don't know where we're going to be. So there's nothing like official from us. So we're going to kind of end up where we are. And if you want to come meet up with us, please do. Uh, we would love to meet you in person. And you can- and you'll post on that. You'll post on that group where you're going to be and what time you'll be there. Absolutely. And where everybody can, can you know, uh, 
buy drinks. Absolutely. And we probably <laughs> won't know until like day of or day before. Like, so we'll be there on Sunday. Uh, we know that uh, Cody and I are going to do a show on that Monday before the game. We're going to do that at Stage Door Casino. We don't know if Stage Door is going to be open because a lot of the bars still haven't opened up yet. Right. If they're open, then please come join us there uh, for that show. That will be on Cody's channel. Um, if Stage Door is still closed, we're still going to do the show from Stage Door, and you'll just have to watch it from afar. But either way, uh, follow that Facebook group and then meet up with us on Monday night. And right. will there be a link on the uh, on the Facebook site? Great on, idea. On, on how to get to Cody's channel? Yes, okay, great idea. Perfect. Yep, perfect. thank you, Mosh. Great idea. All right, next up, let's hit Tide Raider. Ta-da! Yo, what's up, Murph? Swaggy and Uncle Mosh. This is Tide Raider. Um, he says I it wrong. I sent an email really uh, regarding <laughs> the Lynn Bowden situation, and I kind of just wanted to kind of clarify some stuff. Yeah, I know I had said some stuff about his character issues and, you know, the whole situation that he had at his grandmother's house. Um, you know, could have been or could not have been the case. I know the Raiders has kept it very classy, very classy. Um, hasn't said nothing about it. But hey, it is what it is. All I can say is, yeah, it's a little sketchy, you know. I think it's a little sketchy. And uh it is what it is. I feel like the Raiders did the right thing. They're trying to make sure they keep free agents coming that wants to come there, knowing that they're not going to leak any business, anything like that. Don't and, embarrass uh, the family. Starting not having hey, in the Aaron Hernandez situation. I know that could be kind of taken a little bit out of context, but not in that type of way. But as in if you watch the documentary, you can see that he clearly – wanted out of New England, but they kept him because of his talent, and which caused a whole lot of stuff that pretty much that he was party in already or not, which I'm saying is we just never know what's really going on. And you also have to give the Raiders props for, let's just say, okay, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work. There's no point in keeping him on the roster, try to fight for a wide receiver position that he's not going to get. He's not going to win right. that. Bingo. Let's right. get that straight. That's what I said. Yep. But to also not hinder his career. They could be, hey, oh, we're going to keep him here to develop him even though it's not going to work. But okay, we'll, we'll move on, ship him out, give him at least a chance to go for him he has a chance to make a spot, which <laughs> is that wide receiver at his national position. <laughs> so, hey, so everybody kind of chill out about it. You know, we got some football coming up. Not too happy about seeing the Texans and Chiefs, but I'm just happy that it's some football. So let's just say go Houston for this sake. And uh shout out to Mojo. Sitting here at work, uh seen a nice locality. I don't trust him in packs, but hope that little coyote just goes on his way. <laughs> Alright, well I'm gonna get out of here. Tyler Raider signing out. I love Tyler. What, uh, was he calling from the bathtub? I, <laughs> <laughs> he was like when iPads call us from the pool that one yeah, day. You yeah, hear the water yeah. sloshing around, yeah. All right, appreciate you, Tyler Raider. Ta-da, Raider. All right, next up, Mosh. My man. Oh, we My haven't heard man. from you. Man, I have missed this guy. It's been a hot minute. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear nothing because I replaced my 9-volt battery in my funky station. Ladies and gentlemen, you know the city and you know the color. It is Raider Beto, a.k.a. 9-volt. I'm back <laughs> after, like, a year of not calling. Sorry about that, guys, but, you know, as a college student i gotta get my homework done 
and I can't procrastinate because I've not procrastinated in about a year, so I'm very proud of myself. So, anyway, I'm not forgotten about the Raiders. You know, still repping even when the off season was up. But in a week, not in a week, uh, in a couple days, we're gonna go against the Panthers, and I'm very excited to see how the Las Vegas Raiders are gonna play that season. He's in the bathtub as well. After anyway, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going on. You know, was Derek Carr going to get replaced by Mariota? I don't know. Uh, is Derek Carr going to be better? Hopefully, you know, we shall see. You know, new season coming up. You know, after last season, you know, I take your mask off. a little, you know, eight and eight, kind of going above that mark, trying to win one more game. See how things come up. But, you know. Hope everyone's doing good, Murph. Uncle Mosh, my Jeff, and all your guys' family staying safe during these times. And I'm trying to survive this heat wave that's been hitting L.A. and more wildfires. But, you know, it's California things. You guys, you, you, you guys know. You guys are from the Bay. Oh, yeah. The Bay. What? <laughs> Raiders. Oh my gosh, nine volts <laughs> to say he hadn't called in a year. He's a little out of sync. He's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, is that so funny? He is the best. Oh he, my gosh, Swagger was listening to voicemails when I was putting them together, and he yeah. goes, "What? He took the batteries out of his phone to put it in the smoke detector." <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, too funny. Anyways, we appreciate you, Beto. I love oh, it. Aaron, the Q Dog Raider says we know the city batteries sold separately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff there from Beto. We appreciate you, man. Good to hear from you, man. Yes, keep doing your homework, but definitely keep calling the show too, man, because you know you're one of our favorites, man. We love to hear from you. All right, next up, let's hear from our buddy, Houston Raider Steve. Murph Mosh, Swag Jeff, Houston Raider Steve, the historian. You know, we've always heard about uh, the fight between uh, Muhammad Ali and Lala's. Oh, you're going to love this too, Come by on. the way. As much of a fan of, uh, of this era and these fighters. Yeah, check this out, Mosh. Zato. Actually, he wasn't the first Raider to fight Ali. Uh, unfortunately, or just recently, at the age of 82, um, Charlie Powell died. He was the brother of Art Powell. He was a defensive end from San Diego High School, and he was a boxer. He was uh, just a great boxer and everything. He fought Muhammad Ali on January 24th, 1963, in Pittsburgh. That was two fights before Cassius Clay beat Sonny Liston for the title. I believe Sonny lost the title to Ali in Miami. He, uh, Charlie was knocked out in the third round to Ali, and he also f- fought the legendary fighter Floyd Patterson on December 12, 1964 in Puerto Rico. And that was two fights after Patterson lost his belt to Sonny Liston. And uh, Art Powell w- said that about his brother, most people went to their jobs after offseason, and Charlie boxed. And uh, uh, Charlie played for the uh, Raiders in 1960 and 1961, he also played before that for the 49ers. So there's been two Raiders that have fought Muhammad Ali for the title. How many teams can say that? That's part of the Raider historian vault from Raider historian Steve. Have a great day. I'm so excited. The future so got bright. Got to wear shades. Go Raiders! How cool is that, Mosh? Very cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Of course, I knew about the Alzado fight. Right, that's, right, right. That's way famous, right? But that was later in 
Ollie's career, right? Yeah, much later. And it was, uh, I believe it was at Mile High Stadium, wasn't it? It wasn't it outdoors. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah well, it was outdoors it was, for was sure. Outdoor. I remember that. I think it was at Mile High Stadium. No kidding. Yeah, yeah so the uh, it was Charlie Powell, because not Art Powell, but Charlie right. Powell. Charlie Powell. Yeah, yeah, so really cool stuff oh, that's there. That's great. Yeah, great stuff there from the historian from Houston Raiders. Steve, appreciate you. All right, Mosh, here we, here's another one. We haven't heard from him in a while. It must be football season. This is cool. Let's hear from our buddy Monster Mash Ken. Hey, yo, it's Monster Mash Ken. Mate, man, it's been a long time. Been a minute. Got to say what's up to uh, Mosh and Murph, Swag, and, of course, you, uh, little Murph, you know, my idol. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, I just wanted to say uh, congratulations on the show. You guys uh, just continuously put out great uh, content for uh, so many uh, years, and, and, you know, I always looked up to all of you guys just – uh, setting the bar so high for us want to be uh, uh, content creators. But um, and the reason why I'm calling is, you know, I, I just really optimistic about this season. Uh, I think you guys really uh, share that optimism. You know, a lot of good things to be happy about. Raider Nation is always so critical. Uh, but just sit back and enjoy it. You know, we wait, uh, you know, seven months just to watch our team play. Uh, you know, have faith in the quarterback, Derek Carr, have faith in the defense and, and, and Gruden and, and, and Mayock and, and I, I have faith, you know, and I think these guys are going to really make some, uh, make some noise. Uh, they might not do things as we want them to do, but they're going to do things the way the Raiders, the Raiders are going to do it. And I support it, whether they go three and, uh, three and 13 or, or 16 and 0, uh, or somewhere in between. I'm always going to be a diehard Raider and, uh, just thanks so much for always, uh, you know, putting out great content, as I said. And, uh, yeah. Good luck on the season, and uh, look forward to hearing everything else. Take care, guys. All right, I appreciate Monster Mash, Ken. Man, thank you for the kind words, man. That's very, very kind. And, uh, and yeah, we got a chance to meet Monster Mash, Ken in person. Uh, Mosh at the draft a couple years ago and spent some time with him. We kind of had a little bit of a, uh, of a podcast brain trust with we him did. and Capo and whatnot. And it was a, it was, it was a good time. And, well, and, you and, and you and Monster Mash did. Capo and I were eating because it was a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> we were at BB King's, yeah. man. And it was that brunch. It was BB amazing. King. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Yeah, and and meanwhile, yeah, Ken and I over there talking about podcasting. But anyways, appreciate you, Ken, for that. And uh, yeah, man, I think those are pretty. Um, you know, if I might uh, call it sage words of advice, there. Enjoy the season, man. Like, let's not get caught up in the minutia of things. You know what I mean? Like, as much as we've talked about, you know, Bowden is a hot topic. Derek Carr is a hot topic. All those things. Like, let's just enjoy the fact that we got Raider football. We got NFL football amongst a pandemic starting on Thursday. And we got Raider football starting at noon, uh, our time at least, Look, uh, on Sunday. Yes, sir. Nobody listening to this stupid little podcast coming from your bonus room <laughs> is going to trade in their jerseys. Nobody's going to do it because we go 3-13. and 13. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Oh, no. If you're They're listening not, to this show, you're, you're a If you're listening a to this show, you're not, you're not going to, you know, God forbid that should happen. You know, if, like if what you if do, I, you're at the wrong chat if, room. If, if, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I mean us going three and 13 and you know, that's not going to happen. Oh, 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 but what oh, I'm yes, saying yes, is yes, yes, if, yes. if it did, nobody listening to us is going to trade in and for what the two tone blue of the Titans. 
No. You know what? Or become you, a Niner fan? Like gonna, I, there was gonna, there was a guy on Twitter this week that was like, "Oh, I was always kind of a Raider fan and a Niner fan, and after the Raiders left, like now I've decided I'm just a full, you know, full blown Niner." Fan. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He's he, was lying. Never, he was never a Raider fan. Aim it. He was never a Raider fan. Thank you. That's and, what I said. And as much as I love what Houston Raider Steve said, Ali only fought one Raider. Really? It wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't Lyle Alzado? Oh, because he was a Bronco at the time. No, he was a Raider. But what I'm saying is, I re- oh, because you, you don't, don't re- yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can't do yeah, it because you, you don't acknowledge because him Lyle well. Alzado was on the donkeys yeah. in 1978, seven seven ninety seven. It was 1978 when it happened. When they played, seventy eight was the Super Bowl. Seventy seven, seventy seven season. Anyways. When they yeah, yeah, when yeah. they when they played Dallas, and it was the one and yeah. only time in my entire life I bet on <laughs> the Broncos. I was stationed at at Lowry Field in Denver, and <sighs> I bet on them, and I lost my tail. Yeah. And Lyle Alzado was one of them. Oh. And then he goes and trades in his nasty orange for silver and black. He was a Bronco. He was a Bronco in a Raider uniform. Sorry, he's sorry. No, he's no Darth Raider. Sorry, hey, you call it as it was, man. All right, Mike. Moving right along. All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right we, we got two more to get to. Let's hit uh, the man I mentioned earlier. We call him the Ron the Wrench. He is Ron the Materator. He's the guy that moderates the chat room each and every week. Let's check in with our buddy, Ron. Hey, Murph Moss and Swag and a disembodied Sonny. Hey, Ron is the only one, too, by the way, that's ever flushed a toilet on this show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The first email we, yeah, or voicemail we ever got from him was him flushing he a was, toilet. He was uh, uh, channeling his inner Archie Bunker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's up? want to offer some positivity for this season because uh, there's a lot of negativity out there right now. So thought maybe we could have some positive vibes going, going into this, this season. Uh, a lot of people are saying, man, the schedule's so brutal up front. Uh, and it is a tough schedule up front, but I think that really favors us because our team is so young. So if you look at guys like A.J. Brown last year and Hunter Renfro, Renfro um, they took a while to really figure things out. So why not get those games that are hard out of the way first when those guys are at their worst anyway? And then later on, we can hopefully have our feet under us with the defense and, and the young players and play the teams that we have a better chance of beating when we're at our best. Um, so I think that might actually favor us having a little bit of front-loaded difficulty in the schedule. The other thing is uh, a lot of hair on fire about the cuts and, and people that have been cut and i think this is the first time in a while that we've seen talented players leaving so we're people are kind of knee-jerk reaction man that guy's really talented why'd they cut him well we have more talent in front of them for the first time in quite some time so when we see our guys leaving and getting picked up by other teams we shouldn't panic about that we should be really happy about that because that means our roster is finally getting a little deeper than it has been in a long time uh and the last thing is that i think we have to trust gruden because uh, he should be able to, to get the best out of the, the group that we have. And he and Mayock have handpicked these guys. So he has no excuse, uh, just like Carr has no excuse, to not do better this year. Uh, Chris Sims always talks about Belichick, and he says Belichick the coach saves Belichick the GM a lot of times because he's able to do more with less. And I think uh, to earn your money in the NFL like, like Gruden uh, should, he should be able to do more with this roster um, than he has in the past, and I think he's been heading in the right direction. So I'm pretty excited about the season. Uh, we have, there's also an extra playoff spot. That gives us an extra chance to sneak in there. 
So hope all is well with everybody. Have a good day. Right on, Ron. Appreciate you, my friend. And uh, yeah, I love his point that there's a lot more talent on this team, Mosh. We got a lot more depth than we've had. Like we had to depend on guys like Demarius Randall. We had to depend on guys that were, uh, you know, let go on short notice. Previously, we had to depend on them to be starters. Where now we have enough depth, we don't have to. Right. And it's it's like uh, it's like Jeff said. Jeff Murphy said, "It's you 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 finally are taking the field with the weapons that you want." Oh, you know? oh. And, and not the ones you have to. Not the ones you have to have, yeah, but the weapons that you want to have. Good call. You know? Now, I, of course, I paraphrase what he said, but you know that's, that's the truth. Yeah, good stuff. What more could Carr want? Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And defensively as well. Like, I mean, what better? And that's why, like, and it's funny, we hadn't talked about him tonight, but as much as I've been critical, or not critical, as much as I pointed out opportunities for Derek, there are opportunities for Paul Gunther, our defensive coordinator as well. Like, I think that he will equally be on the hot seat. And there's a reason a guy like Rod Marinelli is brought in to be your defensive line coach because he's, you know, an established, you know, uh, defensive coordinator in the past, has the bona fides and can step right in. All right, let's get one more mosh, then we'll get out of here. Let's hit her from our buddy Sugar Shane. Hey, Murph. Hey, Uncle Mosh. Hey, Swag Jeff. This is Sugar Shane calling from the great state of Texas, and I got a little poem uh, slash uh, Halloween um, Raiders hype. So here it goes. The autumn wind is vastly approaching with ghouls and goblins and condors named Max Crosby. With impending doom, Henry Ruggs makes the touchdown stretch to put safety and cornerbacks in their coffins to rest. Derek Carr with a tight spiral to clutch the game to give the rest of the 31 teams of the NFL something to be scared of and run away. With fear and debauchery, as safeties will do, Jonathan Abram and Eric Harris are there to say, Boo! As the festivities are here to be celebrated, here comes Mohurst to sack a quarterback and haul him off to their final resting. As the candy is being refilled for all the kitties, Darren Waller is there to snatch and grab everything to make sure his appetite is filling. Nightmares are afoot because Gruden said so and PJ Hall couldn't take it and he just shook. Mayock is here to check our candy so we may have another delicious Super Bowl and hold our heads proudly. Raider Nation, when the autumn wind is here and silver and black is in our blood, the dawn of a new era. Write this book. Thank you, guys. I appreciate nice. uh, you guys going my whole uh, silliness of tonight. So um, I get a good off before Google Voice cuts me off. <laughs> take three minutes, two minutes, two and a half minutes, whatever you got. What have you, Raider Nation? I love you guys. Out. Good job, Sugar Shane. Oh, awesome job. job. Awesome job. All right, man. Man, oh man, what a night we started off with. Uh, one or both or all the Amanguses, it doesn't matter. Tider Raider came in there with a with a book. And and we finished it off with Paul's wonderful tribute to 9-11 and a little bit about the about the one and only Raiders. And then Ruben in Vegas, right after the capo, said, hey, thanks for the salutations. He talked a little bit about the Carolina game. Lynn Bowden was the topic of conversation from Tada Raider, who followed up about basically that the Raiders were a class act in, in their response. You know, uh, even though he called from the bathtub, um, <laughs> It was a good call, and and, and and followed it up with Beto. It's been hey. a minute. Hey, Beto, I got a word for you. It's a PSA, bro. 
You got to change the battery again this October. Remember, spring forward, fall back. Oh, it's coming nice, up nice. again there every six months. Right. Okay. Right. Houston Raiders, Steve, talking about Ali, talking about the greatest, okay? Uh, fighting two Oakland Raiders, okay? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty, That's cool. pretty amazing. Yeah. Monster Mash can hang in there, Raider Nation. Win, lose, or die. Raider till you die. Ron the Mater Raider, we need to trust the powers that be. You know, he was he was basically saying, come on, guys. These guys are in these positions for a reason. All right? And then Sugar Shane. Sugar Shane what? pops in there with a poem. It was poetry. That's our first poetry here on Radio Poetry Center. Corner. And it won him a Sizzler Award. Hey. Sizzler. 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 <laughs> we are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we're out here? And we ain't playing around today! From The Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. God, we're stupid. We're stupid. <laughs> Thank and you. People listen to us. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> they're, they're in a global pandemic. <laughs> no, no, right? You guys have nothing else to they do. They can only watch so many Andy Griffith reruns. Yeah, that's it. You know? and Cody's not on tonight, so you check us out. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for thanks for thanks for slumming it over here in the fan cave. You know what I mean. Uh, appreciate all of you joining us here tonight and, uh, for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we love you all so much. Appreciate the chat. Uh, of course, Mojo is in there. Raider Born Rico is in there. Jesse Perkins is in there. Good to see you again, Jesse. Round the Mater Raider. Pete M. Lee B. Big Easy. Raider Tommy. Uh, Kill Yedas. Tyrone Graves. Uh, May Spitfire. Man, so many folks in the chat tonight. You can join the chat, the best chat in Raider Nation each and every week on Wednesday night at Murph's. Oh, I messed that one up. YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. We appreciate all of you each and every week. And Uncle Mosh, take us home. Man, thank you guys. We appreciate y'all being here. Keep Swaggy J and his little girl in your thoughts and prayers. We appreciate that. So, you know, I just got to say this. Thanks for everybody. We appreciate y'all tuning in. This is your old Uncle Mosh from Murph, my little nephew over there. And you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. Swaggy Jane, I love you, Marcus. 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 <laughs> that idiot. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.